Hey, hey, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. I'm running solo today, and I'm feeling a little better, y'all. I have missed y'all. And y'all, y'all gonna hear this a lot coming up. But I had COVID, and let me tell y'all something, man. It has been one of those. It, it, I thought it was like, you know, it's real. Required to be say, oh, it's real. It's real. It's, it's real. Man, it took me out like a light. But I tell you what, it wasn't that bad because I had all my shots and stuff like that. And it, it wasn't as bad, man. But I'm going to tell you what, man, I missed y'all. It has been a lot going on these past couple of months and a uh, couple of weeks. And so we were slowly picking back production if you're here right now. Uh, today is a special day. Today is Juneteenth. So if you're out there right now, you're watching this, if you, even if it's today, tomorrow, hey, today, today, this episode, we're celebrating Juneteenth. And so uh, happy Juneteenth to everybody out there right now. You're listening. Uh, celebrate. Uh, the Black history going on in America, not just in February, but uh, Black 365 if you can. Uh, but man, hey, it's, it's Juneteenth. And guess what? We're going to celebrate this all day today. And right now, if you're around the city of Shreveport or if you're in Bossier and you're around the world right now, this is your weekend to celebrate uh, all things Black in America right now, uh, to celebrate the freedom of African Americans in our country right now. And we're going to talk more about what is Juneteenth. All right, so uh, later on in this episode, you're going to hear about this name, Scooby. And Scooby is somebody that I know from a long time ago, uh, but he's going to be on, a, on another episode coming up. Uh, but Jeremy Scooby Houston, man, that name right there. Well, I was telling him the idea about me talking about, you know, Juneteenth. And we do every other holiday, like Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. But you know what? I, I would be... Uh, remiss for not going throughout this whole month of June and not talk about Juneteenth. So today's guest, uh, he is an active leader in the community. Uh, I'm kind of jealous of him because, you know, when I was in college, I didn't get a chance to pledge, but he is part of one of my favorite fraternities in all of HBCUs. Uh, without further ado, help me welcome Vincel Holmes. Vincel, how you doing, sir? Uh, can I do it? Can I do it? Can I just do the no, bark? No, don't do it. Don't do like, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Can you, can you do the bark for me? Can you do the bark? I, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. Hey, I, saw I gotta correct you on that. There is only one fraternity. The rest are sororities. Oh, doing shots. Doing shots already. Omega Sci-Fi. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, man, just to see. That brotherhood, man, that is something that I like. Look, I would be up late, and this is kind of past Juneteenth, but this show, this is part of this is part of Juneteenth, right? Black, black history, yeah, culture. yeah, the culture. So, man, I'm gonna tell you what, I would be up late at night because my home was shout out to uh, T. Roy Lester, uh, Jeremy, Phil, uh, Jeremy Scroggins, uh, Robert Terry. Man. That's my son, yes. I know, yeah. that's my boy, yeah. So, like, I see these guys that I went to high school with, had no idea they was pledging, no idea. And I was like, now I see, I'm like, man, if T-Roy can sit there and stomp, I can stomp too. I'm like, and so, but man, I would be up at night watching their videos and just seeing them stomp and just, there was a video of myself of this uh, police officer. I think got killed, a black police officer. And he was a bruh. I know you're talking about, yeah. And it was like, a, uh, 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 the, my peace and happiness. Give me to Omega. Man. Uh-huh. My love, my love, my love, my love, my peace and happiness. I man, and like I can't say it because out of respect, you know, I'm yeah, not, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, respect. 
But look, man, when I tell you, I've in my life, because I'm with the bird, you know, and bird, if you if you're part of Shreveport, bird is majority white, a white school. So uh I've never seen so many brothers in one area hugging each other. And they all so man, I've always envied that because I I've never experienced that kind of brotherhood that wasn't on the street. You know what I mean? It wasn't on the street, but in a collegiate level to just like a fraternity, like, you know, no matter where you graduate, that brotherhood just came back. And as long as you got those, you get those colors, man, like just, so if I go back and get my, uh, my, my doctorate, I'm gonna have to be like, you know what? I'm gonna have to give me an honorary, uh, you know, but they made y'all go get your grand chapter, man. Get you, get your bro, be the bros, man. Come to the, the phone. Man, my uncle told me, he said, man, you know, we make fun of y'all grad chapter. I'm like, bro, oh, man. Like, so he was just messing with me. You put the work in, man. You get the same respect as everybody, man. It's all about work, man. These days, man, the whole fraternity life is different, man. It's about work, man. Work mm -hmm. and working in the community and being hands on in the community. That's the most important thing. And that's one of the reasons why we got you out here today because you play a vital part uh, in the community, especially in the Shreveport area. Uh, you have a lot of going on. So I'm sorry y'all went in the whole tangent about the cues, man, but I'm telling y'all, when you got one of your presence, you gotta talk about it. You you, you gotta talk about it because it's, it's a phenomenal thing that y'all do in the community. But once again, uh, Vincel Holmes, now we can talk. Thank yeah. you for coming on the show today. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity, man, just to be here, man, most definitely. Mm -hmm. And we, I, like, as I mentioned before, we talked about our mutual friend, uh, Jeremy Scooby Houston. Let, I mean, let, let's just talk about him right quick. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, how how did you meet him? I was going to LSUS, mm -hmm. and I just walked in, and one of the first people I saw was him, and we just clicked up like that. We've been tight ever since then. He, I do comedy on the side, mm -hmm. and he brought me on the stage one time. And we did some jokes together, and it was like, man, y'all like brothers, man. And we've been calling ourselves the, the comedian brothers since then, man. We just mm -hmm. feel the brotherhood. Of, I mean, I love him, man. Like, that's my big homie, man. We mm -hmm. we rock with each other, man. I do anything for him to help him, man. He do anything to help me. We always up, we look for each other. Man, and then also, but before we did this whole interview at first, we just found out that we, we me and you might be cousins. Most definitely. We got some links together, man. It's a city, man. Just so you, you see what Black Brotherhood can do, man, bring this together. That is amazing. So once again, like I said, I want to thank you so much, Vincel, for coming on our show. But for the people who don't know you, you know, in the community, like, well, I mean, just tell us who you are, where you come from, and what you do. Man, I am the oldest of three children of my mom and dad. I I have two kids myself, twins, a boy and a girl, uh, father, hardworking comedian, hustler, entrepreneur. I ran for mayor of Greenwood. I live in Greenwood, man. I've I've done some of everything. I've been in the classroom for almost eleven years. Uh, you name it, I pretty much did it. Probably right yeah. now, the chairman of Let the Good Times Roll Festival, the longest running uh, Juneteenth recognition uh, festival. Uh, we just had a festival that just passed on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, man, look, I've I've been doing it, man, for a while, man. I've been in the community just giving back, man, because I love to see. Helping my people, helping people. Period. Mm. I love giving back and being that helping hand. And that that, that shows me right there. I know we, we related because I mean, between me, our cousin Billy, and you, it's like man, that's kind of what all three of us do, man. Maybe so. It's kind of like maybe that runs in us, man. Maybe it's a part yeah, of our family. 
real deal, real talk. I my grandparents, man, they they never met a stranger. They never met somebody they couldn't help. Man, like I'm telling you, that's you might be real talk. We like that's fam. That's the thing in our family. Russell's pride ourselves on helping people and being there for people when they're down. And, you know, if they need something, we try to be there for them, man. So that is a family trait. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You know, it's crazy being out here in Dallas. Like you don't see it out here at all. Man. And it that just shows you how special uh, not only Louisiana but the Shreveport, the Shreveport Bolger area is, man. So, man, shout out to you once again. Thank you for coming. On our show, and first off, hey, happy Juneteenth, man! Happy Juneteenth today, man! Most definitely, you too, man! I appreciate that, man. This is our Independence Day. Yes, sir. And you know what? And can you just explain to people right now who who are listening right now? They click this episode, they see it. Okay, what what exactly? What exactly is Juneteenth? This is when the people in Texas found out that they were free. The, the Emancipation Proclamation had been called, but they had yet to find out the news. So once they found out the news, this is when they found out, and this is when they celebrated. Because uh, other places up north had already been found out about the Emancipation Proclamation, so they, they didn't have the news yet. So when they finally got the news, it was close to June, around June 19th. And that's where the actual Juneteenth came from. Yeah, because they kind of had it as June 19th, but they dropped the nine part put it together and you got Juneteenth and you know I'm gonna jump right into this right quick because like you know I went to you know I grew up in City Grove Martown you know and you know you know education is scarce out there you being a black educator yourself first off kudos to you for being a male black you know educator because I know for certain there's not a lot of of, of them out there right now um Definitely. you being a black educator and you grew up, you grew up in the same kind of education system I did. This, like, I told you, one of my regrets, right? One was being not being a bruh. Uh, <laughs> two was not knowing about, uh, uh, not knowing about Tulsa, Oklahoma, oh, until 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 after high school, and also not knowing about Juneteenth until after high school. It's important, man. I have to say this, man. It's important for, and it, it is not no one's fault, but we 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 have the school system does us an injustice because they don't teach us all the history. They teach us the fluff about the history. It teaches us little Martin Luther King, you know, little stuff here, Rosa Parks, but they don't teach us the real injustice. And 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 I look at it like this, and I'm very outspoken when it comes to this. They don't want to read. They don't want to recall the injustice they caused they don't like going back and reviewing over their mistakes they like to just skip over their mistakes and they don't like to you know recognize the things they did wrong because we've yet to get we're just now getting apologies about some of the things that was wrong or how we were mistreated yeah and that's kind of why i like the uh tv show uh atlanta which i was yeah. gonna be in the, i don't know if you've seen it or not yeah, but uh, he had a, a, this past season he had an episode about reparations, and so one of the ways to get reparations was to you know how like you get a child support check taken off your, your tax. Yeah, yeah. But that was part of the reparations. So if you can trace your lineages, because you know if you're listening right now and people in America you're listening right now who do not know about black people and their last names, that's not our official last name. Most definitely not. And can you explain to people why that is? Because uh, when you were when you were property of the slave owner, he gave you your last name. 
So that's where the whole concept, like our last names came from your slave master. So if you were at Master Harvey's place, your last name was John Harvey. If you were at Master Holmes' house, you got last name Holmes. That's where the last names came from. Because we didn't have no last names when we came from our, our motherland. No, they, they, that's something they gave us. And I, I get mad people get mad about like, you know, groceries and not having this, not having, I'm like, man, you know what? I'm mad because I will, I know I will die not knowing my official real last name. Like, and a lot of people, a lot of, and that this, this might sound messed up, but I don't know if you agree with this, but I think sometimes the African-American in America, we don't have a true identity because we can't go back and trace our roots. Like we can't, we, we cannot tell what family we come from. If we come from Africa, are we Haitian? Like what part of Africa we come from? Like, because, you know, we have friends in Africa on our show. And just this, I didn't know there was so much different tribes in Africa. All uh, And you, people, y'all have to forget how big Africa is. And Africa is so big, so many tribes. And it's like, you know what? I just want to know where I come from. And, and, and this might sound kind of crazy, but, like I sit at night thinking about what's my family Chris, like what's our native language? You know what I mean? And it's sad because we can we will die not knowing that. And I feel like when we have things like Juneteenth, that is a way for us to go and say, you know what, we are here, we're part of this country, you know. And we still fast forward to not us having any kind of freedom out here, you know. So uh, this is the kind of episode. Uh, we're going to have today. We're going to have more with Vincel Holmes on the other side of the bed. Make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast. Here at Straight Up, we know that all lives matter, but historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization but a message. That message, end inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit straightupshowpodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, showpodcast.com. Shirts as low as nineteen ninety nine. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast, and happy Juneteenth, uh, if you're watching today on Juneteenth. Uh, today, we're joined by Vincel Holmes. Uh, he is one of the, uh, you know, chairman of the, once again, correct me again, chairman of? The Let the Good Times Roll Festival. Okay, and, and today- uh, It's the largest Juneteenth festival celebrated in Northwest Louisiana, been going on for 35 years. Ooh, look at that. See, he can, he can make it sound more- more juicy than I can, man. Hey, he try to be he try to be modest, man. He does a lot for the community, man. He is a bruh. He is an educator. He's a chairman. Hey, we gotta celebrate this, man, man. You know what? Hey, you know, hands off to you, man. I mean, kudos to you because you already are an inspiration to me, and we related. So it's just that that's you you can't you can't beat today on Juneteenth, man, because we have, this, this this young brother is doing it right now. Uh, so once again, um. I gotta say thank you for coming on our show. I uh, opportunity, man. And I, I know growing up, because I grew up on the streets, and uh I didn't know how important education was until 
I went to college, you know, and and like going to Bird and, and like past the CJ, you know, Charles Johnson, I'm pretty sure you know of him. Like we yeah. we went to Bird too, and it's like we didn't know that we can do so much until we went to Bird because that was the first time we saw like kids our age with their own car and they got opportunity to go to college. And so, and it's so, it's detrimental because like, okay, tell me this, in the black community right now, and way, especially in our hometown, how important is it that we try to, we push education, especially in our community? Because man, if we don't push it, they they won't push it. They won't. They'll they'll push it to the certain extent to 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 play the role that they 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 try to commit to. But it is important that we educate our children. We push education for our children because if not, our children will be lost. Man, our children will be lost. Our future will be lost. They like that. You got more men, black men, incarcerated in jail than ever. You have more women being single parents. You you have more confusion in the neighborhoods and foolishness, man. You we have to push our children, man. We have to push them so we can make sure we have a future, man. Or we'll we'll be we'll be lost. We will be lost if we don't push education and push striving to be better and make better changes. Our future and our culture will be lost. Yeah, and you know it's crazy because today is Juneteenth, and man, I think that. Uh, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bleep it out. But you know, Paul Mooney once said, "Everybody wants to be, a but I might want to be." A like, be, and because you you don't, so many people take from us, you know. And a lot of people might get mad about this, but and I think it, it might have been Scooby or, or not. I think it might have been somebody else. But they said that uh, this new Elvis Presley movie coming out, and I wonder who will play Jackie Wilson. And the person's like, "Who who is that?" I'm like, "That's Elvis Presley." You know what I mean? And people are like, no, that was the first. No, you know, no, it wasn't. You know, so, and it's just like that, that, that just shows you, man, that's been happening over and over and over they, in our they, community. They took us from our motherland that stole all our culture. So like, they, they want, they, they, they get tans to be darker, mm. they get yeah. butt injections to get the be, be built like us. They 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 learn how to dance so they can be like us. I mean, they 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 want to imitate us mm-hmm. and never get the credit. And never get the credit. Yeah. Yeah. And so today is a day that we're giving our own people credit because without our grandmother's sacrifice, their yeah. grandmother's sacrifice, yeah. their grandmother's sacrifice, you know, we wouldn't even have lights. You know, and I, I tell people that my grandma was one of the strongest people because. She lived in a country, this country, uh, to where she couldn't vote because she was a woman and she couldn't vote because she was black. And to see her. That's, that's one of the normal country. I think that's one of the reasons it's so important to push education for our children and our kids coming up because we have so many ancestors that did not have the opportunity to do what we're doing right now. That's why I try to teach when I was in the classroom, I would try to tell kids, do not take advantage, like don't waste this opportunity, man, because it was people who did not have this. It was people who didn't get to go and go out to school. It's like they wouldn't have opportunity to get full ride scholarships. You you wouldn't have opportunity to sit in the classroom next to the people you sit next to. Don't waste this, man. This is a real opportunity, man. Take advantage. And, and that's kind of like here on the show that 
you know, we have different tournaments and stuff like that, but there's also an underlying meaning of our tournaments because we vote and we, we push the importance of voting because it's like, man, like, like going back to my grandma, like, you know, just to see her, like she, until the day she died, a month before she died, she was at the Moortown Elementary walking to go vote. See, or as sick as she was, she made sure she was still voting. That's right. And this might sound crazy, but my name is Calvin. Her name was Bertha. Same last name. It was the honor of a lifetime to sit there and have my name signed under hers as we voted for the first black president. And to see that, to see her in that kitchen TV just crying, you know, and I was like 18, so I didn't know, you know, but man, just to see her crying yeah, like this. You couldn't comprehend the true, the real struggle that it, because the gift from where we've been to this opportunity right here, it was just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. My and, grandparents the same way. My grandma was the same way. She couldn't believe what she was witnessing. I mean, because of what they've been through in their lifetime and those memories, those the things they, those memories they have of being water hose sprayed on them, dogs attacking them, can't eat places, can't go in stores certain ways, gotta accept the bare minimum. So to see all that and to see our people rise up from what we've been through and to have an opportunity to have someone who look like us represent us in one of the most pristine buildings ever, the White House, I mean, it, it blew my, I mean, it, it, it made me cry. And mm-hmm. I wasn't emotional, but it made me cry because I know I'm a big historian with certain things and I, I've witnessed like, you know, the struggle. I've watched the eyes on the prize before, man. I've seen how they treated us. I mean, so I've seen the clips. I didn't live it firsthand, but I saw those clips and I saw those things. And I'm a big historian. I I teach history, I I taught history. So I've always loved history and love to see the things that we we went through because the only thing you know about history, it repeats itself. So you gotta pay attention because it come back around. And right now it's coming back around. Yep, and that's why education is vital at this point. That's right. Because when you, if you know what history happens, you know how to prepare yourself for what could happen. Uh-huh. And, and now that we celebrate Juneteenth, because you know, I, I'm not I'm not scared to say that I, I I'm ashamed of not knowing this, because it wasn't in my face about Juneteenth or uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I, man, I, 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 I couldn't even imagine, like, first off, to think about how Tulsa was, how it was a functioning city and uh, Black Wall Street. And I'm like, nah, that couldn't, because, like, you know, right now, if you get, because right now, as, as the standard is in America, you know what happens when you get a bunch of us in one area. Man, speak on And to, to, to think about that, the Black Wall Street existed. In America, it's like, nah. Collaboration no that they had to have mm-hmm. and to be able to come together and make things functional. I always, I love that line from Soul Food that the big mama gave them. Told them, if you you can make a powerful blow with one fist, but separated with nothing. Well, if you come together, we we can knock things out. And, that, and, that, and that's the most truest statement ever. If we can come together as a people, and just like we come together and celebrate Juneteenth, if we come together and say, you know what, we're sick and tired of being treated like this, we're sick and tired of getting things that we don't deserve. Like we stand up for it. Oh man, we'd be amazing. Yeah, we'd be, it'd be amazing. And I know we can do it, Max. We we talented. 
Yeah. And I, I think, and this, this, this is me being far-fetched. And because I told you that I don't think that I, the biggest problem in, in with Black Americans is that we don't have a true identity. But I think we do because I think that we're resilient and I think that we're innovators because yeah, I true. think that the Black American is is people who you give little and we can make a lot. Man, improvise. Man, I see I seen my grandparents survive with five kids in the house with two, two, three you know, nickel jobs they're making, raise kids, all of them successful, all of them own their own house, all of them taking care of their children, most all their children taking care of, doing good. I mean, that came from a part of our grandparents because they were able to improvise and make a way. They knew how to get out there and say, I'm going to grow some peas because I know we ain't going to have much meat come in, but we're going to have a garden out there. We're going to have some food. Mm. They knew how to make things work. Especially when we were slaves, they just, they gave us little to nothing. Yeah. And we would stay, we would stay fed, man. Just yeah. to, to hear these stories back in the day, man. And, and y'all make fun of like, you know, people who are homeless. Like, man, you don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they had to see you. And the people, the people you laughing at on the streets, you know, that can be you. It's not because, but just think about the people, what they've been through, the wars they had to go through. Like, there was a reason why Muhammad Ali didn't want to go to the war. There was a reason why Malcolm X spoke out against it. Like, you know, and today, today is Juneteenth, you know, and because this is not, it's now, it's now becoming popular. It's 2022. It's now becoming popular so much so that, We'll talk about why it's a negative thing, but why is it important that we celebrate Juneteenth? Why why is Juneteenth so important, not only for the Black Americans, but everybody in in America? Because it's a moment to recognize the true identity, the the true spirit of our culture. It's a moment to say, wow, they did this. And wow, we, we have this moment now to say, hey, We've been through this struggle. We went through the struggle. We overcome it. And now we're continuing to look forward. It honors those people who were in that struggle. And it's 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 a moment to say, you know what? They moved, they made it through what they went through to get on the other side. Now we have to make it through what we're going through to get to the other side. Well, and I'm gonna play devil's devil's advocate. What do you say to those people? Well, uh, we gave y'all a month of February. So we, we we deserve more than that. We gave you a whole United States. We built the United States. <laughs> you because you gave us 28 days, 27 days. So I mean, like, that's nothing. Like the White House was built by black people. The build the bridges and buildings, the 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 economy, the structure, what you have, majority of what America had was built off the hands of our ancestors. And you think we don't deserve more than just the February? Yeah, it man, it is. It, it kind of makes you. It kind of it kind of irritates you a little bit. You know, I love seeing I love seeing how passionate you are, uh, talking about this. Now, I'm I'm gonna tell you three letters, and these three letters have cost me friendships, and you are an educator, so this might touch you a little bit. Give me your thoughts on these three letters, C, R, T. Critical race theory in the classroom. It has been a, a, a touchy subject 
in the boardrooms, classrooms, superintendents all across America. You kind of touched on it earlier, but what are your thoughts on the critical race theories? Not only because what people are grabbing about is in colleges, but they're trying to prevent this going to high schools. What are your thoughts about critical race theory being taught in America? Honestly, I I, I think it, it it everything has a negative and a positive outcome. Everything has a I can see where this goes, but I can see where this goes. I can see why you do this, but I can see why not to do this. So it is it's it's gotta be done in a way if if it's gonna be done, because at the end of the day, we're a small cogs, small little cogs in a big obstacle. We're 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 in that if you ever looked in the inside of a watch and seeing how those real watches go, and they have all these little pieces that make these things go. We're that little bitty cog right there that makes this go there for something else to go there. So if it's going to be done, I just feel like it needs to be done decently in order. And, you know, because it's crazy because, you know, I understand different sides of it because other races don't want to revisit the negativity. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've seen this picture, on, a, on on social media, but it was a picture of this white lady screaming at, I think it was Ruby Bridges, going to class. And then the caption said, the reason why they want to give her critical race theory is because they, they don't want to see grandma being racist, you know? And... Uh, they don't want to revisit the hurt, man. And, and, and it ain't even about revisiting the hurt to me. I think they, they realize they were wrong and they're shameful and they don't want to revisit that shame. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it, it can be said for our, our people too, though, because there are so many black people who are against, oh man, just another slave movie. Oh, another slave movie. Like, what are your thoughts about that kind of negativity on our own side? First of all, I'm, I am a historian, so every time they produce a slave movie, I'm intrigued by it because I was not able to live that portion of that history. And I like to see, not like to see it, but I, I just need to, uh, it just gives me that, it reminds me like, ooh, you did it to my people. How can I really trust you in the way you act? Do you really have my intention, the best intention for my children? Do you really have the best intentions for me? Like it, it just gives me, I, I'm not gonna say it's it teaches me to hate it teaches me to hate people, but it just reminds you of where we came from and that there are still people, individuals who may believe in some of these theories, and we have to stay mindful. It just keeps you on your toes. It keeps you on your toes. I it's, it's telling you, don't get flat-footed. You get flat footed, you might get caught, but if you're on your tippy toes, you're always ready. Mm-hmm. And I think to me, I think that 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 shows us our heroes, man. Yeah, like, it I does. think it, I think it shows our especially. Let me tell you, they did something, I, and this makes when I don't know black history, I feel ashamed about myself because I oh, should yeah. I should know these things. There was that. a movie called One Night in Miami. Yeah, good. And that movie was so good. I, I I'm only I only needed to see it once, but I never knew that was based off a true story. Yeah, that Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali, uh, who was Sam Cooke, and uh, who was what Malcolm X, all was in one room. I'm like, nah, there is no way y'all had these these black powerful men in one room. Ain't no way. And then of course you hear the Sam Cooke 
book or the story or the song, which was <laughs> inspired by the events of Shreveport. <laughs> Shreveport, man. <laughs> yeah, and that goes to show y'all first off, time out. That shows you how special Shreveport is. Talking about Elvis, Sam Cooke, like you know, they all Shreveport was all inspired by them. You know, came through the Shreveport, man. Dr. King came through Shreveport too. Yeah, and spoke spoke at uh, I forgot the name of church. I forgot the name of church. Uh, uh Little Union. Little Union. Union. I think so. Yeah, downtown Shreveport, and like they go to show you Shreveport, man. We black part of Black history. And we're going to talk about the Shreveport's uh, participation in today's Juneteenth. And, you know, Vincel has been doing a lot of work within the community about Juneteenth these past couple of days. We're going to have more with the Juneteenth celebration with Vincel Holmes on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned to this Trader Show podcast. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it, and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, what all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, straight up. In the two years that Straight Up has been a podcast, we've gone to where most podcasts have never gone before. From multiple celebrity guests to groundbreaking episodes, Straight Up is changing the podcast game. And now that season six is finally here, we plan to continue leveling up with our exclusive season six merchandise. That's right. Grab your 80s retro inspired merch today. Just visit our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R, the number eight, upshowpodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. from Southside 62 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. Today I am joined uh, by Vincel Holmes, chairman of the Let the Good Times Roll, uh, head of the committee uh, with the Juneteenth Celebration in Shreveport, uh, black educator. Uh, he's a Q dog. Q dog. Man, some of the, I, Vincel, I mean, I don't know what else do. What else can you not do, man? Just you all around the board right now. I done ran for mayor. Uh, what else I done done? I ran for mayor. Uh, opened a couple businesses. I my bucket list. My bucket list of things I want to do and really just become. I want a Netflix special. I want to get on. I love telling. I love seeing people smile. Mm-hmm. And my bucket list is to get me a Netflix special and stand on a stage and tell jokes for forty five minutes and make people laugh. Man, I, I think you can do it, man. That's hey, you my, my cousin, man. You gotta do it. You gotta, you know. I gotta do it, man. <laughs> that's my that's my next one, man. Yes, sir. And so, and you know, first off, once again, happy Juneteenth to you. Um, you too. It, it, it's it, it's it's so weird to say happy Juneteenth because you know, like, cause my look, I tell you what, 
Y'all, my first impression of Juneteenth was an episode of uh, 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 Atlanta with Childish Gambino, and they they had a a all white Juneteenth celebration where they was talking about <laughs> emancipation eggnog, <laughs> and and I, I I say this because Juneteenth is becoming more popular because uh. I, wait, do we have the day off yet? Do we have the day off of June? Yeah, it's a national holiday now. Yeah, so it's national holiday, and uh, you know, it's on Sunday today, but uh, it's becoming more commercialized. And when I, when I saw that <laughs> child was getting beaten out of a joke, though, because it's a lot of satire in the show, emancipation eggnog. You know, <laughs> Walmart decided that they was going to jump on the bandwagon too, and. I, so many people are capitalizing on Juneteenth, like you know, Memorial Day savings. And Walmart decided to come out with an ice cream flavor that just just just, just tell us why is commercializing Juneteenth is becoming and it it if it, it could go back to when we started slavery, man. They the make money off the back of the black people, man. That's what it was about, man. That's the Walmart said, let's make money. We we already selling hair combs, chicken fried chicken and waffles and, and watermelon in there. Go on, give them some ice cream. Make money off the black people. That's what it was about, man. It was a whole, let's, let's make money off of the African-American people. And they just didn't think it all the way through because they didn't know that, oh, they don't like that. That wasn't what's up for them. That's why they pulled it off shelf so fast. Nah, they they Walmart went in. They went with they had pride ice cream. They had Juneteenth ice cream. They was just like, you know what? It's June. It's hot outside. Let's give some ice cream. All right. So, with that being said, if for those who want to participate in these, you you you've been doing a lot these past couple of days. Uh, you're part of this three day festival at Juneteenth. You know, I've been seeing the banners around town. I've seen it. Uh, our cousin Billy's been posting stuff with it. Uh, like, what what have y'all been doing with this Juneteenth celebration, and how's it going to cap off today? Yeah, we just wanted to bring out recognition, and, and I, I I give it the term the big city family reunion because you get to see people all from people that you used to see. It's summertime. Everybody come home this weekend. They're here. And Sunday caps it off. We just enjoy entertainment and family fun. And I just like to see us come together. And it's no drama. It's us having a good time showing people that we are civilized. We are not these animals that try to portray us to be. We do have, just like black folks got bad people, white folks got bad people. White folks got people who do dumb stuff. Black folks got people who do dumb stuff. And, but that's not a, that's not speaks for all of us. We know how to carry ourselves and come out and have a good time, and that's what I enjoy the most. Just seeing people come out and have a good time and come come together, man, and just enjoy each other, man. Black love, black excellence. So, the, the, those who who are definitely with Juneteenth, and what kind of advice would you give them to help them celebrate Juneteenth? Like, what would you say? Because you you're part of the community, so you do a lot of community work. What would you say somebody who is not black or, or somebody that is black, what can they do to celebrate Juneteenth? Honestly, I, I, and this is my personal opinion, so if someone's wrong, I'm sorry. I enjoy talking to our elders, getting that wisdom from them. Find you somebody elder who's been through some things and just sit down 
Y'all break bread, break they broke bread in the Bible. That's 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 one thing you connect. We connect with food. Break bread and just enjoy that older person. Talk to them about the struggles they've been through. Get some wisdom from them, man. Get some wisdom from them. Open your mind up so you can actually learn something and be willing to say, yeah, okay, wow. You know, just take that in and have a wow moment. So, yeah, and definitely break their bread, though, man, because, you know, man, we, we can cook. We can cook, man. You know, this is kind of like, this is, I know today they're going to show off today. They're going to show out today. Yeah. Um, Most definitely. So, with that being said, it is Juneteenth. Who are some of your favorite Black historians? I'm a Malcolm X, man. I've always, I have, since day one, Dr. King, I have much respect for him, but Malcolm X just does something to my heart. That's like my ultimate black hero. Same ultimate here. Black hero. Mm-hmm. Same here, man. And like, you know, you hear about the negativity of him uh, as a kid, especially with the movie. And like, but to, to go back and listen to what he taught, he taught about, man, and what he preached about. Go back and listen to it, man. And he I was. Rules. He man. was dropping jewels back then, man. He, and, and and like I said, he he got in his later years before he passed away. It really like it, he got to that point where he understood that he couldn't keep going blaming white people. We just need to come together as people to fix us. Because in the first part, he would just blame white people for everything. And then he started saying, you know what? I'm done with that. I said, we just need to fix our people. Stop worrying about what they doing. We get ourselves right. Let's get us right. Get me right. Look at the man in the mirror. Fix him first. And I'm glad you said this because that kind of, that's why I, I love him so much because he was able to change. Yeah. And it happened It happened too late in his life, but Man, could you imagine if he was still around right now? Just like you Man. know, just he would put some people to shame. He been he been told if he if, if he was still in his right mind, still verbal and speaking, oh, he would be putting some people out. He's like, man, you you like you like some of the people that we have in our culture. He would really just have he would straight them out because he's that person. And he would call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Man, it, to me, just because. It, just to show that a man can change, you don't see that a lot. People who, you know, and that's just, man, you know, shout out to the, the whole Shabazz family, man. That's just, yeah, most definitely. because that family right there is powerful people and they just have that dark cloud. But we love them, man. We love them. Who are some of your black influences in today's time? If I had to speak and I'm just speaking me, I'm going to say my mama. Okay. Hands down, my mama. I watched my mama be a single parent, raised three kids, had one income, made it work, got all three of her children through college, high school, college. All of her children have a college degree. All of her children are professional working. And, and now me being a single parent, having my two kids, it just motivated me. Like, I always, I joke and play with my mom, but I always tell her, like, you are my real hero. To see you do what you did, and to see how you're the product of your children, man, that's it. That's it. That's a success story, man. Like, shout out to your mom, man. And mom, shout out to you and my dad, because they both, man, just 
let me tell you, we, we had $20 a week, bologna, bread, and maybe some chips, uh, super one. But man, at the end of the week, she got paid, man, we was good. You know, so to see these parents, man, shout out to you being a single parent too, man, just to yeah. do that. And you're an educator, man, like that's, man, like I'm gonna start calling you cuz though, man. Like, man, cuz like that's that that's the motivation, man, because and most like, definitely to get out here and get out the mud, man. And be an educator, man. Like that's just, you know, <clears throat> if the because we have a lot, a lot of politicians that watch our show, you know, in especially in the Shreveport area. What do you think that it's Juneteenth? What do you think that besides education, how can we stop? all this we can come together but what do you think can be the the the, the source of us to try to mimic black wall street or what do you think where, where can we start at to build us Man, back under, up under, understanding finan financial status and understanding finances is big i've learned that myself understanding what what money can do for you what your credit score can do for you understanding the circumstances of the economy can help you tremendously. So teaching it in layman's terms so people can understand you need to do this, this, and this to help you be successful here. Not only educating yourself with book sense, but financial literacy. Like uh, I had Pastor CJ on my show and he said that he don't think that we should get reparations. He said if we can clean the whole slate, give all of us an 800 credit score. You know, give us, you know, and before you give us that that credit score, make sure we can pass a test or, you know, help us understand our, you know, finances, like you just said, and then right. re reward us with the 800 credit score. You know what I mean? Like, how do you feel about that? No, or you, you would you want the reparations too? Honestly, I, I, honestly, I, I can, after, after this last year of dealing with the pandemic and seeing what just giving people money does, that doesn't help. Just handing out somebody money does not help. It may almost hurt us because it's taking us so long to get the job market back to where it needs to be. People not working, people just being at home. I know people who are making more than me as a teacher sitting at home doing nothing. Just collecting. People were making $1,300 $1, a week doing nothing. Wow. I make 15, I would make it $1,500 every two weeks being a teacher. Oh, man. This is why I think teachers should get paid a lot more money than they get paid. You know, uh, wasn't that Qu uh, Quinetta Burson off of uh, Abbott Elementary uh -huh. was, was pushing for teachers to get double the amount they make because man, they need it, you know, you know, and uh, so if you had an idea, what would be your idea of Reparations. I mean, uh, honestly, I, I would like to see if if, if certain qualifications met. Um, free tuition, free tuition. Student loans is a, a a pain that you know what. So free tuition, man, allow our people to go to school, educate themselves, give them a one degree for free. So if they want to get their BS degree or an AD degree, whatever it is, give them an opportunity to get them one degree for free. Yeah, it's, I, I think, and if y'all listening, man, cancel your school student, student loan debts. Please. Because, 
your boy needs some help right now. You know what I mean? Just y'all taking on and stuff. Well, not not right now, but come August, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of rough right now. You know what I mean? But um, before I let you go, this is Juneteenth, celebrating our Freedom Day, uh, Freedom Day uh, in America. Finish this for me, if you don't mind. Kind of explain why you said it. In the next 20 years, I see Black people, what? Rising to the top. Rising to the top. What makes you say that? Because the more young leaders we get, the more of, I'm not going to take this no more. No more of uh, you just giving us, you know, a cup of nothing and telling us it's, you know, it's ice cream. Uh, no more of giving us these sorry excuses for stuff. And we understand that we, you know what, you don't want to tell us, we're going to go find the answer. We're going to get the answer. We're going to make you, we're going to call you to justice and say, either you're going to fix this or you're going to get out the office. So putting our foot down, no longer taking things that people are giving us. So we're going to rise back to the top. All right, man, that's, man, you know, cuz Vincel Holmes, man, just been dropping gems today, man. Hey, I, I want to thank you uh, so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, sorry. And, uh, and for those who are out there right now about, man, you know, tell us, just tell us one time, what, what are y'all doing today for the festival? It's the last day, it's Juneteenth. What's going on today? We're going to cool out, man. We're going to have a, we're going to have a gospel concert a little bit early in the morning from four to about 5.30. Then uh, once we finish that, Slick Rick and Avery Sunshine, Sun, is it Avery Sunshine Avery. I can always mess her name up, Avery Sunshine. She's gonna come on stage and she's gonna give us some good R&B grooves and we're gonna chill out, man. We're gonna go home. My birthday is Monday. Birthday is Monday. So I'll be 37. So I'll be celebrating my birthday and that's it, man. We're going to get out, man. Have a good time. Yes, sir. And happy early birthday, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And before you go, man, can I get one more bark? Just one more bark. All right. All right. I can't do it, y'all. I want to do it so bad, man. That's it. You I have seen. I do it when I get out of the phone. Okay. <laughs> but no, y'all. Hey, once again, uh, Vince Holmes, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show, y'all. Man, look, it is Juneteenth. Uh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta, it, everything he said today has been so inspiring, so moving. Uh, it is wonderful to see black men like him, uh, put so much to the community because where I come from, it's not often seen. And sometimes that's a reality that a lot of y'all do not see, but it is a reality. Uh, you know, and, and some days it, life is harder for us sometimes. It's not an excuse, but we, sometimes we have to work 10 times harder just to get a seat at the table. Yeah. And it's not an excuse, uh, it's a reality. And, and trust me, I he's an example, I'm an example. So we have both parents who had scraped by the bottom of the bowl just to put us to school. And they and I'm a success story. Look at Vincel, he's a success story. You know, and we need you all to understand that. And the more you understand that, and on both sides, the black side, the other side, that we're not a monolith. We we we're here. We're not going anywhere. We're a part of this country just as much as anybody else in this country. And 
and and we celebrate other races all the time. We celebrate Cinco de Mayo. We celebrate in, in the Hispanic culture in September and October. Like, you know, we give back, but we all need to have that conversation. And it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with Vincel. But if we don't acknowledge that we're here and that we, we, we're just as equal, then we're going to always, like Vincel said, spread apart. We got to come together, man. Come together. That's the end of our show. I want to thank Vince once again for coming on the show. Uh, join the conversation. Go to our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. Uh, look at all our previous episodes, our, our our previous guests, our shows on, on Black history, about our friends in Africa. We talked about uh, Kenya. And the talk, let's listen about the conversation that an African person had with an African-American person and learn from that experience about that relationship. Go back and watch these episodes because... We're making a movie. We want you to join the conversation. Also, while you're on the website, go to look at our merchandise. Uh, plenty of stuff out there. Uh, get yours today. We have our Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Very inexpensive. Get it right now because, and we have it translated in 12 different languages. So you can understand that Black Lives do matter. Not just today, 365 all day long. Uh, that's Straight Up Show Podcast. Uh, Straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R number eight, upshowpodcast.com. You want to support us, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. Patreon.com forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. Y'all excuse my COVID voice, but I'm making it. So until then, there's only one rule to our show. You got to be straight up. All right, see y'all next time. Happy June 2 everybody.